Hello, this is Tushta Krishna Das, and you're listening to ISKCON Denver podcast, where you can hear all of our classes and kirtans. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Kunjabi Hari Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jagopi Janabalaba Girivaradha Hari Jagopi Janabalaba Girivaradha Vanachari Jaradha Madhava Kunjapi Hari Jaradha Madhava Kunjapi Hari Jagapi Janavalaba Girivaratha Hari Ashura Nandana Rajajana Ranjana Jamuna Tihira Vanachari Jamuna Tihira Vanachari Jayaratamatava Kunjapi Hari Jairadha Madhava Kunjapi Hari Jayagopi Janavalahaba Jirivaradha Hari Yashoda Nandana Prajajana Ranjana Jamuna Tihira Vanachari Jamuna Tihira Vanachari Jayaradha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjapi Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, 
हरे राम हरे 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 Vishnupad Paramahansa Parivraja Kacharya Ashtotara Sitashishimad, His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Jayam Vishnupad Paramahansa Parivraja Kacharya Ashtotara Sitashishimad, His Divine Grace Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Jai all glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shishi Guru and Gauranga. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 Om Namo Bhagavate Hare Krishna to everybody. Good morning. Today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 8, entitled Dhruva Maharaj Leaves Home. And we will be going through texts 66 through 68. So we'll chant. 66 together. Apyanatam vane brahman. Apyanatam vane brahman. Masma dantya brakam vrikaha. Masma danti arhakam vrikaha. Shrantam sayanam shuditam. Shudam Mas madanti arhakam vrikaha. 
Shrantam Shayanam Kshuritam. Shrantam Shayanam Kshuritam. Parimlana Mukam Bujam. Parimlana Mukam Bujam. Apyanatam Vane Brahman. Apyanatam Vane Brahman. Masma dantyar pakam vrikaha. Masma danti arhakam vrikaha. Shrantam shayanam kshuritam. Shrantam shayanam kshuditam. Parimlana mukam bujam. Parimlana mukam bujam. Anyone would like to kindly chant? Api Anatambane Brahman. Api Anatambane Brahman. Masmadanti Abhakambrikaham. Masmadanti Shrantam Shayanam Shudhitam. Shantam Sayanam Shuritam Parimlana Mukambujam Parimlana Mukambujam Word for word Api Api Certainly Certainly Anatam Anatam without being protected by anyone. Without being protected by anyone. Vane. Vane. In the forest. In the forest. Brahman. Brahman. My dear Brahmana. My dear Brahmana. Ma. Ma. Whether or not. Whether or not. Sma. Sma. Did not. Did not. Adanti. Adanti. Devour. Devour. Arbakam. Arbakam. The helpless boy. The helpless boy. Vrikaha. Vrikaha. Wolves. Wolves. Shantam. Shrantam. Being fatigued. Being fatigued. Shayanam. Shayanam. Lying down. Lying down. Kshuditam. Kshuditam. Being hungry. Being hungry. Parimlana. Parimlana. Emaciated. Emaciated. Muka Ambujam. Muka Ambujam. His face, which is just like a lotus flower. His face, which is just like a lotus flower. 
Translation by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai. My dear Brahmana, the face of my son was just like a lotus flower. I am thinking of his precarious condition. He is unprotected and he might and he might be very hungry. He might have lain down somewhere in the forest and the wolves might have attacked him to eat his body. We'll go to text 67. Ahome bata duryatmyam strijitasyo padaryaya yonkam premna rurukshantam nabhyanandam asatamaha. Alas, just see how I was conquered by my wife. Just imagine my cruelty. Out of love and affection, the boy was trying to get up on my lap, but I did not receive him, nor did I even pat him for a moment. Just imagine how hard-hearted I am. Text 68. <clears throat> Narada Uvacha Mama Suchasvatanayam Deva Guptam Vishampate Tat Prabhavam Avigyaya Pravrinkte Yad Yashojagat. The great sage Narada replied, My dear king, please do not be aggrieved about your son. He is well protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although you have no actual information of his influence, his reputation is already spread all over the world. <clears throat> Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai. Sometimes when we hear that great sages and devotees go to the forest and engage themselves in devotional service or meditation, we become surprised. How can one live in the forest and not be taken care of by anyone? But the answer given by great authority, Narada Muni, is that such persons are well protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sharanagati or surrender means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives, he is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected. Dhruva Maharaja's affectionate father thought his young boy, only five years old, to be in a very precarious position in the jungle. But Narada Muni assured him, you do not have sufficient information about the influence of your son. Anyone who engages in devotional service anywhere within this universe is never unprotected. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Om Ajnanatimarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chakshura Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam 
Bande hung Shiguro, Shi Yuta Padakamalam, Shi Gurun Vaishnavangscha, Shi Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raganatam Vitam Tam Sajivam, Sadvetam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shi Radha Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita Shi Vishakan Vitangscha, He Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpate, Gopesha Gupakanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshvari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpa Trubiascha Kripasindubi Vacha Patitanam Pavanebio Vaishnavibio Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasari Gaura Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So I first kindly ask for the blessings of the assembled Vaishnavas and Vaishnavis that I may be able to speak properly. And our Gaudiya Vaishnava Siddhanta is given to us by Srila Prabhupada Vaishnava Acharyas. <clears throat> and hopefully we can dive into, I can properly dive into Sharanagati, what it means to surrender. If we learn any word today, we should learn the Sanskrit word sharanagati or surrender. It means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives, he is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected. So in today's beginning two verses were further hearing about King Uttanapad's remorse and regret about what he's done to his five-year-old son. And he, yesterday we heard how he was so attached to, you know, oh, today he's saying, just see, I was conquered by my wife, just imagine my cruelty. So he was attached to a particular wife, Semi Prasprabhu spoke about this very beautifully yesterday about attachment in this material world and how it causes us to do things that um, we will later regret and have remorse for. And with King Uttanapan, you can see how he's being reflective now. He's being self-introspective. Right, uh, Tushta Krishna Prabhu is talking about this a little bit in the Sunday Sangha about being introspective in our life and our devotional service, right, talking about the upasakas, the unwanted things that pop up within our heart, the anartas, or those things that are not wanted. And we all have different experiences in our life. Uh, where we say certain things, we do certain things, 
we even think certain things that later on we sit and we're quiet or you know there's no distractions around and so we're able to think man why did i say that why did i do that why did i act that way i wish i could take it back and so in this world that you know we uh, there's so much regret and there's so much remorse but we learn from those situations and we try to better ourselves and you know being a parent and you know trying to raise a child in this world pretty much every parent if they're good parents they sit down and they think man i said this to my child or i didn't do this or i did this and now my child's scarred for life and they're going to grow up and later on they're going to think that i'm a bad parent or you know so many things go on through a parent's mind of you know trying to say the right things or do the right things and tanipad you know his child has you know because of his actions his child has left and gone to the forest you know the you know thinking about you know being a child and you know your parents upset you and oh okay i'm running away from home i'm going to pack up my stuff and i'm just going to leave i'm going to get out of here so for a parent it's you know a good parent is going to think about man i just did this i said this to my child and so for all of us this introspection self reflection it's going to be there for us and especially for those who are in the mode of goodness and this is why it's so important to cultivate the mode of goodness in this world the mode of goodness is compared to light compared to knowledge and if one is in the mode of passion right we see how one in the mode of passion they become so angry so quickly their emotions are controlling them rather than controlling the emotions and one in the mode of passion consumed by desires and constantly distracted by the objects of the senses they're not going to be able to properly have self reflection or introspection and those in the mode of ignorance laziness and dull you don't have the ability to actually push themselves to become better so we do certain things we say certain things but cultivating the mode of goodness will help us learn from our mistakes think about what we're going to do very carefully and this is for those who play chess and this is one of the benefits of playing chess is that you learn that one move that you make cannot be taken back and so any any pieces you're going to move anything that you're going to do can't be taken back but you can learn and you can grow and you can ask for forgiveness and you can also forgive yourself and that's going to be there also with the mode of goodness to understand that people make mistakes people say certain things and we move on with our life
So Itanapad, this great king, he is a great king. He's able to be introspective. So he's remorseful. My son has gone to the forest and he's unprotected. How is he going to eat? Are the wolves going to eat him? He's just a five-year-old boy. Bernard Muni, great authority. What is he saying? Do not be aggrieved about your son. You don't have anything to worry about. He's well protected by the supreme personality of the Godhead. Although you have no actual information of his influence, his reputation is already spread all over the world. And Srila Prabhupada says, sometimes when we hear that great sages and devotees go to the forest and engage themselves in devotional service or meditation, we become surprised. How can one live in the forest and not be taken care of by anyone? So we, yeah, when we come to spiritual traditions, every spiritual tradition has this aspect of going to the forest or going to be alone and attaining enlightenment. In Christianity, we have Jesus Christ, who after being baptized by John the Baptist, what does he do? He goes to the desert. And back in those days, what to speak of now, going into the desert with nothing, he fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. He stayed in the desert, controlling his mind, absorbed in meditation on the Lord. And it says here, they engage themselves in devotional service or meditation. And we see how Jesus was tempted by Satan three different ways. And he overcame those temptations so that he could be closer with God. And in Buddhism, we think about Lord Buddha. Gotama Buddha. He was born as a prince. His father was a king. And Lord Buddha lived in such a way that he was never in need. He was never in want. He was had so many servants surrounded by opulence. And his enlightenment came about because he started going and came of age and searching throughout the kingdom and exploring different parts of the kingdom. And he came upon those who were sick. He came upon those who had died. And he saw funeral, he saw sickness, saw old age. Before this, he never really thought about these things because he was just absorbed in enjoying the senses and enjoying youth. And so then he realized, wow, this world is not the way that it has been presented to me in the kingdom. I've been living a facade, this illusory life. And so he goes to the forest. And in the forest, he meets different sages and rishis who tell him different ways of practicing spiritual life. And finally, he sits under the Bodhi tree and absorbs his mind in meditation and Mara illusion personified comes 
to tempt him in so many different ways. And in the same way that Jesus Christ was able to control his mind and surrender to the Lord, so did Lord Buddha. And he attained enlightenment. So in various traditions and even Srimad Bhagavatam, we see uh, the Vanaprastas, those who have engaged in family life and they want to attain detachment from this world. Vana prastas, vana, forest. They go to the forest and they learn to become dependent on the Lord. What to speak of sannyasis who are going to the forest and becoming completely dependent on the Lord. <coughs> and it's not that, you know, oh, we're going to go to the forest and we're going to camp. We're going to bring a tent with us. We're going to bring a mini stove. You know, we're going to bring a, you know, one of those blow up beds and we're going to have all the necessities that we need and make like a little home in the forest. So to go to the forest, when we think about Lord Ramachandra, Sita Devi and Lakshman going to the forest, Lord Ram, Sita, what were their clothes? Their clothes were the barks of trees and they lived very simply collecting various berries and living nicely with the great sages. So this material world living in the forest, it's a mode of goodness. That's why we hear about in the Vedic times, all these great sages like Vasishta, Vishvamitra Muni, Agastya Rishi, so many other great sages and personalities they would live very simply in the forests. They would have maybe bhajan gutiers, little huts, but it was a simple life of meditation, being free from <clears throat> so many things in this world. And we see how the cities are, so many distractions are here. And Srila Prabhupada would often point out on how, you know, we're thinking how the forest is this place where it's, you know, there's nothing there except wild animals, beasts, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. And we think, wow, being dependent, just going to the forest, giving up everything, it seems like an unsafe situation. And living in Colorado just yesterday, we see how dangerous even more the cities are. And Srila Prabhupada would often point this out. So living in Colorado, people were just going about their day shopping at a grocery store and they were killed. 10 people were killed yesterday. Before that, a couple days ago, eight people were killed by guns in America. So Uttanapad thinking about his son going to the forest in this day and age, the forest seems safer than the cities. We have so much crime, pollution. And in America, we have people who are going out and just shooting each other. Some are motivated. Some have mental health issues. And it's a very sad situation. So going to the forest 
and becoming fearless. Shri Prabhupada in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 16, text 1 through 3, purport, he talks about fearlessness. And Shri Prabhupada says in the purport for sannyasi, the first qualification should be fearlessness because a sannyasi has to be alone without any support or guarantee of support. He is simply to depend on the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If one thinks, after I leave my connections, who will protect me? He should not accept the renounced order of life. One must be fully convinced that Krishna, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in his localized aspect as Paramatma, is always within, that he is seeing everything, and he always knows what one intends to do. One must thus have firm conviction that Krishna, as Paramatma, will take care of a soul surrendered to him. I shall never be alone, one should think. Even if I live in the darkest regions of a forest, I shall be accompanied by Krishna, and he will give me all protection. That conviction is called abhayam, fearlessness. This state of mind is necessary for a person in the renounced order of life. And Shri the Prabhupada, in today's purport to text 68, says that sharanagati, or surrender, means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives, he is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected. And so sharanagati, there's a very famous verse that's quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita and Srila Prabhupada often quotes it a lot is Anukul Yasya Sankalpa Patikul Yasya Varjanam Titi Vishvaso Gopritve Varanam Tata Atmanikshepa Karpanye Shadvidha Sharanagati That Sharanagati or surrender, there's six, you could say, aspects of surrender. And Shri Jiva Goswami and Shri Prabhupada, and even today in today's purport, what is ultimately being said, what surrender is, the angi or the basis of surrender is gobdritve varanam tata, knowing that Krishna is one's guardian. Krishna is always there for us. He's going to give us all protection. He's going to give us everything that we need. And this is a very uh, radical trust and surrender in the Lord. So anukul yasya sankalpa, that one should do those activities and live in such a way that's favorable for devotional service, for surrender. Pratikulyasya varjanam, that one should avoid those things that are unfavorable for surrender, for devotional service. Rakshishatiti vishvaso, one should know that the Lord is one's protector. Right? Um, oh my God, I just forgot the verse. Rake Krishna Mareke, Mare Krishna Rake 
Krishna wants to protect you, no one can harm you. If Krishna wants to harm you, no one can save you. So to have that Gopritve Varanam Tata, that this radical surrender that, oh Lord, you're the you're the guardian of me. You can do whatever you like. That whether you're before me, whether you're in front of me, you know, you could do whatever you like. I'm completely surrendered at your lotus feet. You can treat me harshly. Do whatever you like to me, but I am completely surrendered unto you. So this Gopturitve Varanam Tata, this Angi is the basis, knowing that we're never alone. We're never unprotected. Krishna is going to take care of us. And Atmanikshepa Karpanye, surrender everything. Atmanikshepa, realize that I'm the soul. I'm not this material body, which is where all fear comes from. And so when we're talking about fearlessness and surrender, why are we afraid? Why do we have fear? Bhagavatam says it's all because we're thinking that we're this body and the material mind and false ego. And we talking about surrender and being dependent on the Lord. But all this fear is because we think we're this body and we think that we're the doer. Prakrite kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvashaha ahankara vimudatma kartaham itimanyate. Karta means the doer or the master. And because of this false ego, kartaham itimanyate, we're thinking that we're performing activities that are actually carried out by the three modes of material nature. But we think that it's me. I'm working a job. I'm getting money. So I have a house to keep me safe from the forest so I don't have to live in the forest. So I'm doing all these activities. I'm taking care of myself. I'm putting food on the table. It's all me. It's all my doing, right? And this society expects me to dress a certain way, to live a certain way. And if I don't conform to the society and what they expect of me, then I'm going to be shunned by society. So we're in fear that oh, I'm not going to have a place to live. I'm not going to have food. I'm not going to have this. And so we work very, very hard in this material world. And we're seeing how some people are working so hard. And then in a moment, everything is taken away. We are thinking that we're the masters of our own destiny. But this is all because of this false ego, thinking that we're the master of our, our lives, but anything can change. We've seen that countless and countless times. I mean, just imagine the people yesterday who were just going about their day, shopping, just getting food, and now their bodies are taking, taken away, they're killed. So imagine how dependent we are, no matter 
where we're at. So Atmanik Shepa, giving everything to the Lord, being dependent. And then finally, Karpanye, humility. And this is probably the most difficult aspect of surrender, right? Is to be humble in, in humility. And this, because of this false ego, because of our pride, we don't want to be humble and we don't want to be humbled. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna himself, he's speaking over and over again. That to even surrender to the Lord, to even approach the Lord. Srila Prabhupada, in this section of Dhruva Maharaj later on, he's going to say that humility is the door to liberation. It's the door to the kingdom of God. And so humility, to understand that we're just these small Anu particles of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, that we're completely dependent on the Lord. That's real humility. And humility is actually following the instructions of the spiritual master and the Lord. That's ultimate humility is to place ourselves under the guidance of those who are tattva darshani. They've seen the truth. We haven't seen the truth. We haven't come face to face with Krishna. We've been conditioned for millions and millions of years, but there's a process to see the lotus face of Krishna with our own, with our own soul, ourselves, see Krishna. And humility means that we're going to follow the instructions of Krishna and the spiritual master and become dependent on the Lord. So whether we're in the forest, whether we're in the city, in the material world, Dukalaya Mashashvatam. It's a place that's temporary and it's full of danger, danger at every step. And it's full of ultimately suffering in one way or another. And so this can seem very dark, right? We're pessimists that this material world is temporary and it's full of suffering, but that's the point of coming to Krishna consciousness, spiritual life, that by becoming dependent on the Lord, our consciousness, consciousness shifts radically. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu playing the role of a devotee, shows us this radical shift in consciousness as he's going through Jarikanda forest. When he's traveling through the Jarikanda forest, uninhabited jungle, Balabhadra Bhattacharya, who was the servant of Lord Chaitanya at that time, he was afraid to go into the jungle. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu He's chanting, Krishna, 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 hey, Krishna, 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 hey, Krishna, 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 Rakshamam, Krishna, 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 Pahimam, 
Rama Raghava, Rama Raghava, Rama Raghava Rakshamam. Krishna Keshava, Krishna Keshava, Krishna Keshava Pahimam. O Lord Raghava, Rama Raghava, protect me. Krishna Keshava, I'm surrendered unto you. He's chanting this as he's going through the Jarikanda forest. And what is he doing? He's stepping over tigers. <laughs> Balabhadra Bhattacharya, he's entering this jungle with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He sees all these wild animals and he becomes afraid. He becomes hesitant. But Lord Chaitanya, he's just going freely through this forest, touches the tiger with his foot and says, chant Krishna, Krishna. The tiger chants. Elephants that are wild. And anybody who's seen you know, wild elephants, they can do so much damage in a mo matter of moments. And he's getting these elephants to roar in ecstasy by splashing water on their bodies. And deers and tigers are holding each other, hugging each other, and kissing each other on the mouths in ecstasy. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is transforming Jarikanda forest into Vrindavan. And so by us chanting the Mahamantra, reading Srimad Bhagavatam, following the instructions of the spiritual master, we can transform our consciousness to see this world in a totally different way. To see everything as a miracle of Krishna. I mean, if we're living in a proper way, we wake up after sleeping and we just go, wow, this life is a miracle. I'm able to breathe. I'm able to see. I'm able to taste and touch. And I want to live my life in such a way that's going to glorify the Supreme Lord. Use this human life for what it's really meant for and not waste it. And Jesus Christ and uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew 26, he talks about, just see the birds. The birds are being taken care of by the Lord. They don't have to make elaborate homes. They don't have to collect so much food. The Father, the Supreme Lord, is taking care of them. What to speak of you, who are even more dear to the Lord. And look at the fields that have so many flowers on these fields. These fields are clothed by the Lord. So how will the Lord not clothe you? So we see how spiritual persons like Jesus, and Srila Prabhupada, they're giving us this opportunity for radical trust in the Lord, this radical surrender. And we can think, oh, I'm, I have so many objects around me, I'm safe in this world, but we see there's devastations, there's tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, there's other living entities, anything can happen at any time. It's a world that's full of danger. So we're not, we shouldn't fool ourselves to think, oh, I'm safe. I have so much time. I, you know, 
we just see with this body, one thing can go wrong with this body and it's full of pain and it's full of suffering and it's so hard to control our minds because we're in such pain. Just one little thing in our body can go wrong. And Srila Prabhupada, the amazing example of Srila Prabhupada getting aboard the Jaladuta. He had full faith. He was completely dependent on the Lord. And even before boarding the Jaladuta, right, we hear Srila Prabhupada talking about taking sannyas. He was in family life and he had dreams of his spiritual master saying to him, you should take sannyas. And Srila Prabhupada reveals in conversations and classes and how he was hesitant to take to the renounced order of life. But he took to the renounced order of life, lived in Vrindavan, and then following the order of his spiritual master, having full faith in his spiritual master's instructions, go and preach in the West, go and preach to America. Srila Prabhupada getting on the Jaladuta, right? Sumati Maharaji was like, how are you going to eat? How are you going to live? We don't even know what this Western world is like. How are you going to survive? And Srila Prabhupada was just under the lotus feet of Krishna. He had full faith that he was surrendered. He's always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected. So Srila Prabhupada came to the West and we learn how he had no money, right? He had a place to stay in Butler, Pennsylvania. And that was a good place to see what America is like. If anybody's been to Butler, Pennsylvania, it's a small town and, you know, going every year, it's, <laughs> there's nothing really there except a bunch of trees and just small town. And Srila Prabhupada experiencing winter for the first time, you know? So, Shri Prabhupada being in New York City and he wakes up and he thinks that who's painted all these buildings white? You know, seeing all the snow for the first time. Staying in the Bowery, staying in the ghettos of New York City, almost be, you know, being attacked by somebody who's staying with in an apartment. So Shri Prabhupada, he, by his own example, reveals to us dependency on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When we see how Krishna obviously took great care and protected Srila Prabhupada. So for us, it's, you know, to, to learn, to just recite this one, one sentence of Srila Prabhupada's purport today, Sharanagati or surrender means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives, he is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected. So we can meditate on this for the rest of our lives. Anyone who engages in devotional service anywhere within this universe is never unprotected. And so surrender, Sharanagati, it's really <laughs> radical to completely surrender ourselves to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, right? And Jesus says in that same part of Matthew, um, not verbatim, but he says, you know, there's so many worries today and there's going to be more worries tomorrow. 
but understand that the Lord loves us, right? And that's part of surrender, to understand that the Lord loves us. And all he's asking for is our love and our surrender. And it's going to be a lifetime, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a, a work throughout our whole lifetime of how to surrender, when to surrender, what does surrender mean in this circumstance, and so many things are going to come up. But we see, we have all these examples, Dhruva Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada, all these great personalities that are showing us what it means to be dependent on the Lord. And so it's a very deep subject. Spiritual life is always a very deep subject. So surrender, having that firm belief that we're always protected by the Supreme Personality of God in. We're never alone. We're never unprotected. Srila so, Prabhupada Ki Jai. Thank you for listening to today's class. And if there's any reflections, questions, or other comments, we can take those now. Uh, Bal Bal Gopal uh, Das Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Please accept uh, my humble obeisances. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. Uh, uh, thank you, Prabhu. Accept my. Um, I have a question, but if a senior devotee wants to go first, I can wait. You can go ahead, Prabhu. Okay. So, uh, Balgopal Das Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your very, very, very thoughtful amazing class and uh, my, uh, my question is related to the purport uh, where I find um, just give me uh, yes uh, and I quote um, hmm, Sharanagati or surrender means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives, he is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is never alone or unprotected." End quote. So uh, uh, Prabhu, and as a brief introduction to my question, I need to say, uh, to present to you uh, the from Bhagavad Gita Diptis, chapter 4, Transcendental Knowledge, the following verse. Uh, quote, as all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Prita. End quote. So, uh, Prabhu, um, uh, why, uh, why we are executing devotional service under the guidance of uh, the spiritual master and, and uh, trying as, as much as possible and as best as possible for Sharanagati? Because that's the way the spiritual master is, is training us. Uh, sometimes the, the, we are not very sure that our surrender is qualified enough in order 
to be rewarded by Krishna with uh, full protection. So uh, my question is, who is going to tell me that my, the quality of, of my surrender to Krishna uh, is already enough in order for me to be uh, at ease related to, oh, uh, full protection is being bestowed upon me. Who is going to tell me? The Chaitya Guru inside my heart, the, the external Guru, the Shiksha Guru, um, maybe here in this assembly of devotees, someone will tell me, but, uh, don't worry, you're okay. Uh, uh, who is going to inform me? Because uh, the, the, the position of a devotee uh, is, is to be humble. And because he's, he's cultivating humility, he will never see himself as already uh, um, with a qualification in terms of surrender that uh, would be there being rewarded by Krishna with full protection. So, so I, I'm, I'm a little confused here. Any help, please? Uh, I'll try to say something, Prabhu. Um, as always, it's always nice to hear your very thoughtful questions. And Thank you. When you're asking about who's, you know, who's going to reveal to us um, the quality of our bhakti, there's a nice verse in Canto 11, Chapter 2, Text 42. Where bhakti pareshanu bhava viraktir anyatra chaisha chuka ekakalya prapadyamanasya yatashnata sus tushti pushtik shud apayonugasam. That devotion, direct experience of the Supreme Lord in detachment from other things, these three occur simultaneously for one who has taken shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the same way that pleasure, nourishment, and relief from hunger come simultaneously and increasingly with each bite for a person engaged in eating. So when we're performing devotional service and you know, we're wondering, you know, when we're eating, nobody has to tell us when we're full. We know when we're full. We know when we're getting nourishment. And we know when we're experiencing pleasure. So in the same way, by performing devotional service, three things will occur simultaneously. We'll have devotion, there's, there's going to be natural bhakti and tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mamupiyantite. Krishna in the heart, Krishna through other devotees, Krishna through the spiritual master, will give us intelligence to understand if we're performing devotional service properly. And part of that is direct experience of the Supreme Lord in detachment from other things. And we can see how there's other barometers of performing devotional service. And you know, even Srila Prabhupada, when one is performing devotional service properly, one will become happy. 
that's a barometer to measure our our devotion. And so when you're asking about, you know, is my devotional service that I'm performing, is it proper that, you know, is it properly being performed that the Lord is going to protect me? That's that's going to be revealed to us one way or another if we're actually following the spiritual master, Krishna. Krishna is saying over and over that he's going to give us the intelligence and we're going to know when we're relieved from hunger because that comes, comes simultaneously, increasingly with each bite for a person engaged in eating. So we, we can fool others, but we can't fool ourselves. And I think that's something that, you know, I've learned in spiritual life is that we all, and going back to the beginning of the class about introspection, self-reflection, that if we're in the mode of goodness and we're performing devotional service, we know when we're properly following and we know when we're not properly following. And we see how devotees in, you know, been engaged in Krishna consciousness 30, 40 years, some even 50 years and longer, they experience Krishna's mercy. They experience Krishna's protection. And they are constantly introspective, self-reflective. And yeah, in, in, in that way, we, we, you know, we can try to appear as very advanced to others, but for ourselves, through our own realizations, what we're experiencing, Krishna is going to reveal everything within our heart and purify ourselves. So I hope that helps. Sorry that I was kind of going off in different tangents at the end there, but I hope that's okay. If you have any anything to add to that over your years of performing devotional service. Balgopal uh, Prabhu, uh, uh, thank you for your very, very, very clarifying answer. And if I may, I liked it when you said, we can fool others, but we cannot fool ourselves. Thank you very much, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Any other reflections or questions? Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Humble obeisances. I was also thinking about um, the instance with Srila Prabhupada. He would go before the deities and he would pray to Krishna that he would not, that he would not fall into Maya. I'm trying to remember the exact circumstance, you know, but uh, devotees, you know, ask about it, you know, and what, what, who, what, what he was praying about, you know, and he, you explained to them, you know, that you was praying that you would not fall long into my. So, so you said, for I mean, he genuinely feels that he needs the protection of Krishna. Pure devotee feels like that, that he always needs the protection of Krishna. So, I was thinking, you know, like for for us, you know, like well, Papa is setting an example for for us, and you know, that. Also, circumstance, you know, 
yeah. we more or less we always admire <laughs> so we should always go before krishna or always praying it in our hearts you know? krishna to please protect me you know? please let me not let me not fall long into into maya so in this way we we gradually develop an attitude of humility and and um attitude of always taking shelter of the Lord. So ultimately, we will be granted the Lord's protection. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Prabhu. That's really, really amazing reflection. And yeah, to, to think that Srila Prabhupada was praying like that. And how oftentimes he said, my Western disciples are not afraid enough of Maya. You know, yeah, to see. Yeah, thank you, Prabhu. That's really, really beautiful and amazing. Any other reflection? Mother Nidra? Hi, Krishna Prabhu. Yeah, some of my humble obeisances. I've always shared the Prabhupada. Yeah, obeisances. Thank you, Prabhu. Um, such a important class. So uh, Sanatana Goswami, he um, gave us principles of uh, surrender guidelines. And yet at the same time, we know he had that pastime with Lord Chaitanya about wanting to um, end his life, you know, thinking himself too uh, unworthy and contaminated. And so uh, seems like a dichotomy, but of course he's a, Eternal associate of the Lord. So um, sometimes also the dichotomy seems there in devotees who learn about all these principles and imbibe them for maybe decades and decades. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hear that your god brother uh, committed suicide or something like that. So uh, I was wondering if you could say something about um, this kind of a situation where devotees think, well, how was that? You know? How, how did the Lord protect um, that devotee? You know, committed suicide. It didn't seem like he was protected and um, knew about these principles and, you know, practiced them for so many years. And then all of a sudden, out of the Krishna blue, you know, this happens. So I was wondering if you had any um, reflections on that. Thank you. Mm. I, yeah, it's, yeah, to think deeply about these, about these things and, you know, somebody performing devotional service for so many years and then go through that, you know, in terms of Shiva Sanatan Goswami and Murari Gupta and others and how Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stopped them, you know, that, that was an expression of, their love that they, you know, Sanatan Goswami thinking his body unfit to perform devotional service. And so throwing himself under the Rathiatra cart, you know, it's a, uh, it was an expression of his love. And also Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu using that expression of love to teach all of us that we can't, you know, just quit this body whenever we want and, and go back home, back to Godhead. So Lord Chaitanya is giving us a very <clears throat> deep example of 
of how we we can't take our own lives and you know it's uh it's 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 hard to understand from the viewpoint of krishna because we're very limited in our understanding and our scope of vision in this world and you know for for someone to you know seemingly not be protected by the lord because their body is taken away or you know uh, yeah we we just have like a mundane understanding of what protection means of the lord and so to understand you know i mean certain devotees practicing for so many years and then they end up taking their lives i think it goes back to how you know if 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 there is a psychological issue that a devotee is facing and we think that devotional service is going to be able to solve it um and and we don't have to pay attention to it we're just going to like force ourselves and and there's something that's actually psychologically wrong i think that's part of humility and um in this world that there's professionals out there to help with psychological issues and even how Srila Prabhupada Tushta Krishna Prabhu brought up this point of how Srila Prabhupada you know the doctor told him that he has to not pray so much and go walking and do more exercise and Srila Prabhupada took that as a uh, uh, as Krishna you know instruction from Krishna and so for us if we're you know having like real mental health issues and mental problems then we have to deal with it in in a proper way just like if we have a broken arm we're not going to you know chant over our broken arm and try to heal it ourselves because then that goes back to a hunkara false ego thinking i'm the doer i'm going to heal my arm you no, know, Krishna is going to heal your arm by you going to the hospital, putting it in a cast. And so we take care of our bodies, and especially in this day and age, you know, getting vaccinated and properly following guidelines for COVID-19. We do all these things for our body. We have to do it for our mind also. And, um, but that, you know, will take humility. That, and, um, and yeah, it's a very, it's a very, very important issue to talk about in mental health because we've seen how we've seen it in my own life, certain devotees having real deep mental health issues and they just neglect it, neglect it, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And also we we as devotees have to help those people get get to a mental health professional also not take it into our own hands that I'm going to be able to fix you because I know so many shlokas from Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam and, you know, thinking that we're, we're these great spiritualists that are going to help people solve their mental health issues. That can be very dangerous. And um, so I, yeah, it's like when it comes to these types of 
issues, you know, we, sh we should realize that there's mental health professionals out there and to help those devotees and not try to uh, cheat them in such a way that, you know, oh, just chant Hare Krishna, it'll go away. Of course, that could that can be there. We, we shouldn't neglect the power of the holy name, but there's certain steps to get us to proper devotional service and, and take care of ourselves in such a way that we can actually surrender. Otherwise, it goes back to kind of like fooling ourselves and, you know, thinking we're on a, a platform that we're not and, you know, not doing the uh, needful. And Vijay Krishna Prabhu said, mental health is being taken care of in accordance with how intense is your faith in the process given to us by Srila Prabhupada and the Acharyas. Uh, and Mother Nidra, if you have any reflections on this, if you you, uh, you could say so many things better than I can even hope to. Thanks, Prabhu. That was really very nice. So much appreciated. Yeah, uh, as we're going on in time in this uh, pioneering of the golden age, more and more devotees are um, out there in the different fields of practice, you know, medical practice, you know, whatever. So they have a very Krishna conscious perspective on what they're doing. And more and more and more, they're guiding devotees in different professional ways that's it's really wonderful. I mean, it's just nice how to see how Lord Chaitanya is doing this. That we'll have um, devotees who will have the expertise. You know, Prabhupada always wanted a, us to have uh, expertise, and and when he was um, building, you know, doing the Juhu project. Um, Poor <laughs> devotees, what kind of expertise did they have in dealing with things in India? So he uh, he had the devotees uh, kind of like recruit this amazing group of friends, life members, neighbors, you know, etc., who had all kinds of resources, facilities, expertise, and then uh, gradually, gradually, many of them became, you know, such staunch devotees and followers and now onward onward we're going into uh, the pioneering and uh, age and uh, devotees are um, taking everything in Krishna's land <laughs> of this world and you know utilizing it in his service and you know devotees have different opinions about how to utilize but point being that um, Lord Chaitanya's um, rallying the troops <laughs> to be able to uh, have whatever they need, you know, to, to push onwards, whatever it is, you know, to do it. So all glories to you pioneers. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna. I, I, I also just thought of one thing that um, is often brought up in terms of surrender and being protected by the Lord is that there's that story of that there's a flood and there's a person who's stuck on the roof of a house. And so he's praying to God, 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 please protect me, please protect me. 
you know, please save me. And so then the people in a boat come up and they're like, oh, hey, you know, come on and get on the boat. And he's like, oh, no, I'm waiting for God to protect me. And then a helicopter comes and they're like, oh, hey, come on, you know, like, and he's like, no, no, I'm waiting for God. And so all these ways of like saving, and he thinks, oh, God directly is going to come and protect me and save me. And then something happens and he goes again, he's like, well, I, you know, I thought you were going to protect me. God said, I sent a boat, I sent a helicopter, you know, what else did you want me to do in terms of protection? So Vijay Krishna Prabhu likes that very much. Jay. So yeah, to see, to understand the protection of the Lord. And again, you know, we can think about this, this one line for the rest of our lives. Sharanagati, a surrender means acceptance or firm belief that wherever the surrendered soul lives is always protected by the Supreme Personality of Guided. He is never alone or unprotected. And this goes on by our sincerely chanting of the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Rama,